Now we're rolling, Damage Plan MMA Podcast. I'm Jason, as always, my co-host, the voice of MMA in Utah, Mr. Zach Parchers. What up, dog? What up? Another Fighter Spotlight Podcast today. We're welcoming the Tongan Nightmare, Mr. Ben Moa, back to the podcast. What's up, Ben? What's up, brother? How are you guys? Good, good, man. Well, I don't know, man. You're wearing a Dallas Cowboy hat today, so we're struggling a little bit. In memory of my Cowboys, man. Lost to the damn Niners. <laughs> I don't know what I hate more, the Cowboy stuff or the bang, bang, 49er game crap. They're, they're, everybody... they're, they're both pretty annoying. Yeah, like, well, we don't care about that stuff. <laughs> I just thought you had better taste. That's all. But it's okay. I have bad taste. So, so Ben, I saw a little video the other day of you um, smashing Zach. You did. You did. <laughs> these, guys, uh, these guys taught me how to do jiu-jitsu, and now I'm beating the hell out of them. <laughs> So I so it's been a few years since you fought Ben. What 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 have you been up to, and why? Let people know why it's time to come back. So I left. Um, I think it was 2018. I, lo- I fought for Bell- Bellator, and I broke my thumb and got my super spinatus ripped off the bone by good old Stephen Mari. Um, and we took a little break. I just had some business stuff that I needed to get situated. And um, now we're off and running. So what I do now is I, I sell real estate, and then I, I'm a, we build townhomes and storage units and stuff like that. So that's off the ground. So we're just back to action. So 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 you're back back. This isn't just like one fight and done. You're back back. Yeah, I'm back. I'm back. I'll make a little. I'll, I'll make a little run at it, and probably do it for a couple more years, and then be done. I, I really I really enjoy. Uh, fighting I, I don't need I don't do it really for the money or anything I just I really enjoy um getting locked in the cage and fighting people for some weird reason yeah yeah I think you I think you you're, you you know a little bit more but it's okay like do we all dude it's there there's there, it, there's nothing like it huh there's yeah. nothing like it yeah it's not, there's nothing like when they lock the cage and it's just you him and the ref and you you can't breathe, and it's like it's go time. I mean, you train, and and then you know it's just you get to you get to see what works and see what doesn't work and adjust, and it's it's just fun. Why do you think that you're so relaxed? There's there's from the first time that I saw ever saw you fight, you come out, your music hits, you're dancing all the way to the cage. Like where does where do you think that comes from? Um, uh, that's just kind of like my personality. I, I'm, um, I'm, I'm silly in nature. So, so like my natural is, is to be silly. And then, um, I think your mind could only occupy one thing at a time. So if I'm silly and happy, then I can't be nervous and scared. So I keep have you it. ever, have you ever been scared going into a fight? No, no, I'm not scared. No, I'm not necessarily scared, but I mean, obviously you're nervous and um, there's nerves and there's situations, but I try to keep, um, I'm a law of attraction guy, so I try to keep positive thoughts and things in my head at most times. So we found out, unfortunately, that Jesse isn't going to be able to make it it sounds like they have a replacement, but I don't know if we're allowed to announce it yet, so we won't. What does that do to your fight week psyche? You've been getting ready for a southpaw, a certain style in Jesse, and then 
now you're hurrying flipping it on a week's notice to a new opponent possibly oh i mean it's 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 cool for me I'm, i'll do whatever i'll fight somebody's grandma if they, if they sign the contract <laughs> <laughs> so for me it's just it's just another another obstacle to like work through so i watched so the guy that they sent i watched this guy that they sent that he has a hundred fights oh yeah wow so i watched well just by saying that i think people can figure out who it is like he's pretty yeah. well known but yeah his name is kryptonite yeah <laughs> yeah so was, i think his name is tony lopez He's a he's a veteran. I mean, he does bare knuckle fighting. He's a monster. So that's what that's, I knew him through. Went went from is is he was on a bare knuckle card that I watched once, and when they he said that, I was like, yeah, it, it's the totally opposite of the guy I was supposed to fight. So yeah, we, we trained and camped for a lot. But I mean, he's good on the ground too. He's good at grappler. He's good on the cage. I watched about twenty five of his fights. I like to. I come from a football background where we watch film, we watch tendencies, we watch all kinds of stuff. So I watched all a lot of his film that's on the internet. Just check him out, see what, see what I'm going against. So what you're saying is, is you beating up the southpaws in the gym, basically me all camp is all for nothing. No, he switches. We didn't even have to spar. He switches southpaw when he gets uh, when his when his left leg gets tired. He switches southpaw. Okay, calm down. I'll, I'll need to use it. Well, that's good because I took a lot of damage this year. Well, it's damage beating me up for weeks, people. Because <laughs> he's because Zach's a southpaw. There you go. So what's what's this training camp been like? How long have you been in in training camp for this for this fight? Um, uh, ten weeks. Ten and, weeks. And and word on the street is you're in tip top shape right now too. You know, tip top athletes, tip top shape. You know, I like it. I'm, like in I'm in great going. shape. They made me cut. They, tip top. Tip top. What was, was I supposed tip, to? Tip top athletes. That's oh, it. I hey, didn't even notice that. I didn't even notice it. <laughs> That's my yeah. Hey, shout out to tip top athlete. If you have training, uh, speed and agility, efficient movement, tip top athlete. That's that's our gym in West Haven. Um, 15,000 square foot building. We'll train your kids. We'll get them to the next level. Anyways. <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty good. That was, that was good. good. That was really good. That's good. Nice little segue. Even if I didn't mean it. Uh, so let people that so for for those that don't know, too, everybody like nobody's ever been able to get you to the ground before because you just bang them out, right? And then something went wrong in your last fight, and big old Steve Mowry got you to the ground, and you didn't know what to do. You you I'll let you share about that, and I can attest that. You've diligently came came to jujitsu and wrestling class during your ten week camp too. Talk about why and your like your evolution as a mixed martial artist with that. So, um, so I usually I usually knock people out in the first couple rounds, but or the first couple minutes, and then with Stephen, um, he he's a six nine wrestler jujitsu guy, and I tried to faint like i was changing levels and hit him with the overhand and i broke my thumb um and then um i switched my thing and i started doing an inside leg kick on him for some weird reason he snatched up my 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 one leg transition from a single to a double and then we lined he he dumped me and then we landed in side mount um and i didn't really know what to do from there because we really just nobody ever gets me on the ground so 
we didn't really work it very good. But um, uh, Jordan Smith told me to hip up. I hipped up. I thought he was going Kamora. I thought he was going America. Uh, Kamora. Crucifix. Oh, I, th yeah. I thought he was going crucifix, so I countered the crucifix, and he switched to back to Americana and ripped my super spinets off the bone. It was slick. It was awesome. It was it was brilliant. Um, but yeah, so from then on, I just trained. We started training jujitsu and grappling, just because I don't I don't ever want to be uncomfortable or or unprepared for anything anymore. Yeah. So, so the question is, you, I think maybe this, maybe another one or two or whatever. I think you, I think you will, I think Steve owes you a rematch. I mean, he's, I think he's the number two or three guy in the Bellator right now. So. Yeah, he's 10 and 0 right now. Yeah. He, the only time he, the only loss he has is a, a grappling match against Nikki. Yep. Nikki Rod. Yeah. In December. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which which doesn't suck, Nicky Rod. It's like he's, 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 crazy. The he's the best. So I mean, I mean, I would love, I would love to run it back. I would love to run it back. Um, Fiji. Yeah. Fiji. <laughs> Fiji. Oh, Fiji. Him just, and Zeke. Him and Zeke fought last year. So he's like, "What's up with the Tongans beating my ass this last year?" Hey, Fiji, man, don't worry about it, man. I told you, stay away from. Zeke's hook, man. That thing is crazy. <laughs> crazy, man. Hey, and now now Zeke's getting his nutrition lined up. I got him set up, hooked, hooked up his nutrition yesterday. He's he's gonna be even scarier next time. Man, Zeke is is doing awesome. Uh Kent is a freaking monster. Kent. The the boys are all getting where they need to be. Everybody needs to keep fighting. It's it's great for the um for the culture. It's great for the um heavyweights because there's not a lot of heavies there that'll throw hands in here anymore. So it's nice to see all the boys are jumping in and, and they're, and they're staying relevant. They're training hard. We usually don't train that very hard. It's just on our nature to just don't show do it. Don't do anything. Just show up and hopefully the guy pisses you off and then you get raged up and knock somebody's head off. But <laughs> everybody's training hard. Everybody's in shape. So it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. I feel like that there's a really good transition and, and you said not even training hard, like people like Kent, maybe like if he would have gotten to this like 10 years ago, maybe he wouldn't, it would have been more of just showing up and, and fighting. I feel like more and more people are treating it as their professional athletes. Like you're a professional athlete, played football and stuff too. Like the workout, the regiments, the dedication and stuff like that. I feel like that's slowly transitioning over into MMA. Especially with the heavyweights. Um, I think you're. I think you're right. And then uh, a lot of people are just in. I'm a firm believer in like you are where you're supposed to be. Like ten years ago, I was in a. I was in a bad place. I was on drugs and doing all kinds of stupid shit. And I'm sure Kent was in the same boat. But I'm not. I'm not speaking on him. But like people are in the in the place where they're supposed to be at the right time. I think you know, timing is everything for especially kids that grew up in gangs and drugs and finally grew up. And now we're trying to do better for the community and everybody. Well, do you, do you take like, do you take pride and feel like you have a responsibility to show like, this is where I was, this is where I am now. Like do you, like, do you talk to kids about that type of stuff? Yeah. So I talked to a lot of youth corrections places. So when I was 12, um, I came up here from California, got locked up in Mill Creek Youth Center. And I was in there from 12 to 16 i was in there for four years in ogden that's how that's how i ended up in ogden 
Um, but I talk to a lot of those uh, places, like um, detention centers, churches, all that kind of stuff. Talk to the youth about um, you really can be wherever you want to be or do whatever you want to do if you just put some hard work in and um, be honest and hopefully things work out. That's cool. Okay. Okay, and then there there is one more thing. So one thing I've noticed is the Tongans, you guys don't really like to fight each other, but you will if you have to. I mean, uh, yeah, like, so say if, um, if, we're, if we're both going for the belt, we really don't really want to fight each other, but we, if you have to, you will. I mean, it's just well, part and of it. And, and I'll pull out the, the thing that I keep hearing everybody. I keep hearing everybody. I know Zeke's been talking about going pro soon, and everybody keeps talking about Zeke versus Kent, Zeke versus Kent. I think they train together, and I don't think they do. They but will. it's like, like you said, there's not too many. Of them. There's like a belt on the line. It's it's just super awkward. Like, cause our cult, our culture naturally will. It's kind of like you can't disrespect your older brothers, and so it's really like whoever's older has the advantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when I fought Kent, he really didn't throw like he was supposed to throw because. Probably because when he was in lockup facility, I came and spoke to them. So he looks he looked at me as a little bit different than you know than your normal. And then for our culture, it's like, okay, I can't hit them, you know. Was, so I have a question. So, so, so watch the whole fight. It's like we're teeing off on each other, but it was like okay. It's kind of awkward and you know. Cause Kent's the only fight that you went the distance with as an amateur. Yeah. Exactly. Only fight you went the distance with, period. Yeah. Do you yeah. think that, that that played into that? Yeah, it's a factor. Like, like it's like your little brother. You're beating the shit out of your little brother. And it's like, okay. It's like we're just sitting. Like, you, like you're helping him up. You're choking him, and then you let him go. <laughs> it's just weird. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. if you get – when you're professional, it's a different story, right? When you're, when you're a professional, you have to treat it professionally. Like, if he's the number one and you're the number three and the belt's on the line, you got to fight. Like, you know, if, if there's no other way, then, then it has to happen. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, yeah. You have a question from Renee. He he wants to know what your favorite combination is. He doesn't throw combinations. He just throws it straight to my combination. My favorite combination is a uh, um switch. I mean, just a switch one two. <laughs> That's, my favorite. That's the one I put the people down with. So switch one two. Yeah. Switch one two. All right. Yeah. There you go, Renee. Switch one two. Cool. Would you would you like a would you like to make a make a prediction for next Saturday night well, against Mister Tony Lopez? We we believe it is. Oh, um, Tony! I don't I don't know. I, we're gonna see what's gonna happen. I you want to make you don't no, want to make no, a prediction? No prediction. No, at the beginning of this thing, when I started fighting four or five years ago, or six years ago, no, seven years ago. Oh yeah, six years ago. I oh, oh. I said. I'd always take the high road. I won't get on here and talk smack or say I'm, I'm not asking you to talk smack. I'm just wondering how you think it's gonna go. I mean, I think it's gonna go. I think <laughs> I think it's gonna go good. I think it's gonna obviously I have I have faith in what I do. Um and and my speed and my and my um awareness. So I know you want to yeah. knock out. Yeah, I think I'm gonna get the belt. So I, yeah. How, how I do it, I don't know. Submission victory. I know you, second I round. Say, I know you want to knock out, but I think it would be sick if you could show off some of your jujitsu. Because like, you get, I mean, if it gets there, solid. I mean, he has two Camoros from from the guard, so I don't want to around there too much. Yeah, 
He's still long, you know. He's long. But didn't you learn yesterday? Kamoras from the guard don't work, Ben. Hey, I, I, I actually, hey, listen to this, Jason. I I put I did a Kamora on him from the guard. Just you didn't have it, and I didn't want to break his arm because he's stubborn. So, <laughs> so, I, so I verbally tapped for him. Nice. <laughs> Looks like Ben wanted a way out. So Ben, do you uh before we let you go, do you have any sponsors you want to give a shout out to? Anybody you want to give a shout man, out to? Man, I have so the, for this fight, I have 15 sponsors. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, uh, let me see real quick. Uh, well, shout out to Tip Top, shout out to um Damage Plan, shout out to uh, uh Best Realty Group, Larson Realty Group. Um U.S. title. I, I have, if I didn't name you, then, I, you know, I, I appreciate you. Um, who else? I need my list in front of me. There's so many people. But a lot of people have helped me and came out and supported me. A lot of my friends, uh, business partners, at Precision Asphalt, uh, Dynamic Trucking, all those guys have showed love and um, been helping us out. But it, right. it was a, it was a cra- it was crazy how many people sponsored me. Everybody's excited you're back, Ben. Everybody's Everybody. excited. Yeah, we will we will be there. So yeah, next Saturday, February twelfth, Steel Fist Fight Night. If you haven't got your tickets, reach out to Ben. Get your tickets. If you even have any tickets left, do you even have any tickets left? I got no. I don't have any more tickets. But <laughs> don't reach out to Ben. Reach out to somebody else on the yeah. card and support one of the other fighters. Reach out to Mark. Reach out to Mark Gonzalez. Mark. Mark Gonzalez. There you go. Get, get at Big Mark. Yeah. But right, I appreciate you guys. Um, yeah, but I mean, just don't blink. If you if you're in that front row, don't blink. Just stay out of the splatter zone. Is that what you're and saying? Then don't blink because it's going it's going down. <laughs> All right, Ben. Thanks again for joining us, man. We appreciate it. We'll see you next Saturday night. Okay, you are. Thanks. We out.